This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, connecting you to the top people and ideas, powered by U-Mobile. I am Wang Xiaoning and this is The Breakfast Grill, a sector that has the potential to generate 50.7 billion ringgit in GDP and create 100,000 jobs by 2030 for Malaysia. Today in the studio, we speak to one company to be, that intends to be very much of that plan, Kamaru Mohamad, founder and CEO of Aerodyne Group, a homegrown but global drone service provider on their growth strategy and of course their eventual monetization plans. Thank you for coming on The Breakfast Grill again. Now, let's start off with the most recent news. Congratulations on securing US $30 million in the last bridging round, which was led by Petronas Ventures. Now, tell me, since 2014, when Aerodyne was founded, mm-hmm. how much really has been raised? Uh, in total, including the final round, uh, over $70 million now. Only 70 million. 70 million yes. So give us some colour. Besides right. Petronas, mm-hmm. Coop, and I think Exiata, which were the early Exiata investors. The yeah. Can we get some colour on who else has been investing in Aerodyne? Are they sure. all happy with you? Has has anyone said enough? I don't want to wait anymore, Kamro. I want to exit. No, I mean, we, we, we have a good mix of uh, investors, uh, all strategic investors, uh, investors from Japan, investors from Korea, uh, Indonesia and India as well. We've been targeting the key markets of the world. Okay. Uh, and of course, one from, from America as well, which is eventually will be where we, we are planning to list as well. Oh, okay. We'll come to the listing plans. I like the sound of that right. now is the government mm. via venture tech i think they pumped in 20 million ringgit still an mm. investor oh yes they are they and are, they're happy with much. you i'm i'm you, you should ask them I'm, I'm pretty sure that all our investors are very happy okay <laughs> because i'm curious what kind of level of return do you guide them mm. when it comes mm. to these investors mm. because you know i did some digging mm. and i understand that it could be in the region of 12 percent because that mm. is what then Mosti Minister Kairi Jamaluddin said in response to a question in Parliament when asked mm. about investing in Aerodyne. Mm. Is that the range that investors should get back? Well, I wouldn't look at it. At, that would be the bare minimum. The right? bare minimum? The bare minimum. Because we are talking about returns uh, uh, during at the exit point for okay. our investors, right? Even from now, uh, our valuations has uh, sort of not tripled, not quadrupled multiple times already multiple times <laughs> yes, okay right. <laughs> uh, we'll come to the valuations in a minute but um, i also understand that uh, plans are afoot to raise capital further to the mm. tune of 100 to 200 million to bring aerodyne to that next stage of growth what mm. is that next stage of growth right. where do you see the company going sure so in the beginning we we started to deliver enterprise level solution Right and 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 we grew from there. We started with uh, power line solutions. Then we went to uh, solar, to wind, and it is global, not just Malaysia. Right. Mm-hmm. So the first stage was us uh, planting our footprint globally. We are now operating in thirty-five countries, offices in twelve countries around the world. Yeah, with so nine hundred staff, right? With nine, no, almost one thousand now. now. Thousand, and just okay. scaling to actually start to roll out all of these solutions that we have. Phase two was us expanding our solutions. In the beginning, it was a critical infrastructure. Now we have agriculture, which, by the way, uh, was started because of the pandemic. Mm. And within uh, the past, just the past one and a half years, we grew from three people in agriculture alone to over 300 now. And uh, we are already entering Indonesia. We are in India as well for agriculture. Major, major exciting stuff there as well. And last, uh, uh, and the other one that I haven't spoken about publicly yet. Is oh, actually, please share. Yeah. And this is actually our advanced air mobility. Okay. Right. Advanced air mobility will transform logistics. 
We are talking about uh, heavy lifter drones that can travel up to five, six hundred kilometers, carrying payload up to you know one hundred and fifty kilogram. So drone delivery, okay, drone so delivery is a one trillion. Yeah. Because I want to know yeah. of all this, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. all about commercialization, right? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is this? All of these ventures, you know, mm. which one are you most excited then? Or are they all going to have commercial value? <laughs> they are all already have commercial value. Okay. They are all very exciting, right? Traditionally, infrastructure, we have gone into agriculture. Agriculture also already been commercialized. For one customer alone, we created value for them for, of over 250 million in just one year. So that's very exciting news, right? And as far as the advanced uh, air mobility, this is a one trillion. Goldman Sachs mentioned this as being a one trillion dollar industry over the next ten years. Is this related to the deal that you signed recently with DHL? Is it DHL? Uh, well, DHL is actually exploratory locally, but okay. we are already global. We've already started the first uh, commercial delivery in the Caribbean. Okay. So this is very very exciting stuff. All right, uh, but you know your plans for this mm-hmm. hundred to two hundred million US mm-hmm. dollars. That's mm-hmm. not a small sum, yeah, albeit absolutely. small sum globally. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But the era of cheap money is mm-hmm. over, right? Sure. Interest rates mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. rising globally, mm-hmm. and in the past, you know, there was a lot of dry powder in the region. Absolutely. Private equity mm-hmm. funds were just throwing money mm-hmm. at Asian companies, but now things are very much different. So, do you think it's going to be a challenge to raise? the money you need going forward? Mm. I wouldn't say it's going to be easy. That's mm. for sure. But we have that uh, uh, strength of conviction of what we but are doing. But it's conviction enough, yeah. right? Because oh, yeah. you need to show Absolutely. results, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. 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 And, and uh, especially on the strength uh, and growth of our agriculture and then the, the, the possibility and the opportunities of the urban air mobilities. So those those are massive massive uh, uh, thing, and we we are a late player in that in those two uh, vertical. We were letting the industry pioneers to uh, learn all the lessons of growing this new vertical. Mm. You know, for example, if you look at Google, you look at Amazon, they have tried to do all of these deliveries as well. They they, they have done this for seven eight years already, and most of them have failed. Okay, but having a new breed of startup that have taken the lesson learned from all those past mistakes, mm. and they're doing very very well. For example, there's one in in uh, uh, Ireland called Mana. Uh, in just two years, they are now in. Not only they were successful in Ireland, they have now entered US. They have entered uh, uh, Middle East as well, and so on and so forth. And this is something that's already happening around the world. We, on the other hand, have already proven ourselves to to be able to scale quickly globally. Okay. Right? And they're going to use that 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 uh, uh, footprint that we have, the experience that we have, and to start delivering these uh, delivery solutions as well. Okay, because I did mm-hmm. a bit of digging around and look mm-hmm. into Aerodyne's accounts from SSM, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I've only got end 2021 figures, mm-hmm. but I see a big jump in revenue from mm-hmm. 2020, albeit that was, of course, end June figures, mm-hmm. from 24 million to 64 million ringgit. Mm-hmm. But what I did find out was that you're still not profitable. There was a net loss of 37 million mm. ringgit. So at right. what stage will we see that tipping point? Oh, tipping point is already happening now. So you're profitable yeah. now yeah, as, yeah, at mean, June to, as at June as at 2022, right. as at October. Yes, we are working on that right now. Okay. See, see the, the, the difference was, or rather it was a conscious effort to, to uh, swap uh, uh, profitability for growth. Okay. So we've been spending a lot on m We've been spending a lot on R and D. You know, we now have more than 150 uh, in our R and D and engineering department as well. So we've been growing significantly. So help me understand this. I mean, what was the tipping point? Was it just that there was suddenly the economies of scale, or were they suddenly very lucrative contracts? What was that 
that magic right. that made the difference? It was the opportunity. You know, in the beginning, we were creating the the market. We were we were, we were creating our brand so people mm. understand who we are and mm. and, and stuff. And and right now, uh, we are seeing traction. Okay. You know, uh, so, Guidus, mm. what is your revenue mm. then going to look like for this year, and what kind of profit are you going to make? Uh, we are. We will announce this early next year. <laughs> Give us a gauge. So let me say. Okay, yeah. if if revenue was sixty four million at the end of twenty twenty one, is it going uh, to be gonna close? Be, it's double. Gonna be, it's going to be at least double that. At double and uh, profit exactly. from a net loss. Are yeah. you like a profit of what? A single we, we are, digit, we, double digit millions ringgit. Uh, let me put it this way: by the time we IPO, uh, we will already be profitable. And IPO is just two years away. Okay, we'll yeah, come back to the yeah, IPO. Sure. Mm-hmm. But are you concerned about mm-hmm. the cash burn for Aerodyne if things go wrong? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a small operations, right? You've mm-hmm. got 35 countries, mm-hmm. you've got, you say, you've got mm-hmm. 1,000 staff, sure. and you're operating in places as far away as Caribbean. Uh, uh, and Chile will be and there. And Chile. <laughs> yeah. So how do you manage all this? Are you keeping yeah. a very close eye on cost though? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we, we are run uh, by a team of professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we have uh, our CFO is ex-Petronas, our strategy team is ex-Kazana. So I have a team of uh, professional team running this organization. Okay. So we, are, we have clarity of where we are going. Of course, it's challenging. You know, yes. we are risk takers. That's why we are entrepreneurs, right? So for yeah. every project, you have yeah. a very very dis- like disciplined approach. Okay, this, this project, I need an IR. It cannot be loss-making. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it's it's it, in the beginning, you know, when 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 we started, right? It's mm. all about gangholness. It's all about going all out over there, right? And as we get more and more investment, as we become a larger organization, we have system and processes in place. Okay, you know, we have governance process. Uh, we, we have uh, uh, even a. Pre- uh, you know, a, a clear system of how we even do our investment. Uh, how do we grow? You know, if, even our investment, for example, our our recent fundraising mm. was done all internally. Can you believe that? Okay. You know, we so don't you, even have to use consultants. So you will walk away from deals if yeah. they don't meet your criteria. Oh, yes, absolutely. You will not go and get a project just absolutely. because it's an interesting project. Absolutely. Okay. So the absolutely. model is not the grab model, right? Grab being, of course, the you know the listed company now yes, in NASDAQ correct. where the share price has not done very well. Absolutely. I mean, is that your model at one point to expand as quickly as possible and grow market share and worry about the financials? That was that was the strategy two years ago. Okay. Right? So, then of course, COVID hit as well. Mm. So a lot of the figures that you saw earlier was the COVID impact. Right? Okay. The projection was much higher. Now we're already seeing recovery as well already. So, so that's the story behind this. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. no longer market share is the criteria now. We, we're already there. <laughs> we're already there. We, we already okay, we'll come back <laughs> to your market share figures. <laughs> On the Breakfast Grill this morning is Kamarmu Mohammed, founder and CEO of Aerodyne Group. After the break, what are his monetization plans? BFM 89.9. You are listening to the BFM Breakfast Grill. Brought to you by U Mobile. BFM 89.9. Welcome back to the Breakfast Grill. In the hot seat this morning is Kamarumu Muhammad, founder and CEO of Aerodyne Group. Just before a break, a look at their financials and why do they need more funding. Now let's shift to talk about operations and the use for drones. Because what did catch my eye when I did some research was that large-scale commercialization for Aerodyne's advanced air mobility is already on underway. Why only now, though? I had assumed that it was already because you're already in operations for eight years. Yeah. Well, the advanced air mobility is new, right? We were, okay. as I mentioned earlier, we were focusing on the industrial applications, right? Mm. Uh, and plus, uh, why burn money in the beginning and let other people learn the lesson of the trade, right? So all of these pioneering people has been developing the system. 
Okay. Mm. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the mm. other usages of mm. your drones. You sure. know, mm. because let's be clear about this. Today, I heard news on the radio and BBC that drones are being used in military, especially mm. in the war in Ukraine. That's not the case for Aerodyne at all. Uh, right? No, definitely not. We are pro humanity. Okay. <laughs> That's not what we do. <laughs> so you know, where is it most the potential to be most profitable in it? Agriculture, agriculture usage, energy, telecommunications. Right. What excites you, or is it everything? Almost everything, to be honest. I mean, the, the biggest in terms of market size would be the advanced air mobility, which okay. is the transportation and also logistics. And second to that is actually agriculture. If you were to look at some, a lot of, almost all of the market study, market mm. research has, are very consistent about that. Um, AM, the biggest. Uh, second is agriculture. And the third is uh, uh, industrial application. Okay, mm. and uh, do margins then wa- differ mm. widely between these segments, between, let's say, air mobility mm. and agriculture? Right. When we first started, that's why the first five years of our operations, we have been profitable. Yeah, in the, in, in the beginning, the margin was very good. In fact, okay. um, we were making very, very good margin in the beginning. Mm. Then competition came in, yes. right? Competition. So that actually drives uh, the profitability or rather the margin down. Uh, but we were not uh, bothered about that. For us, it's actually, uh, like I said earlier, we, we swapped. Uh, a profit for growth. We, we decided that we wanted to be a global player, mm. and and we went. Um, so far, we have actually completed about fifteen, more than fifteen MNAs, mm. and have three in the in the books right now as well. So it's actually a, a global uh, uh, assault. It's really our our strategy to gain that market share to put our footprint uh, around the world. Okay, mm. uh, but you didn't specify what mm. kind of margins uh, mm. you're going to make. Oh, right in, in, in the, the beginning, in the beginning, yeah. we we were getting more than fifty percent margin. Now it was in really, today's. Uh, now it's very slim. Now it's actually about, about 10 to 15 percent. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And is this because of the competition, you say, right? Competition, because, yeah. All right. Yeah. I know you are the biggest in Malaysia. You really don't have much competition mm. here for your size. But Malaysia is too small for your ambitions, I hope, mm. because the mm. big the global drone market report says the potential size is 41.3 billion US dollars Absolutely. by 2026, right? Right, right? Accumulative annual growth rate of 10%. So where do you think you rank in terms of market share? We are, first of all, we already rank first in the world by drone industry insights globally. In terms of market share, in terms of revenue? Or? Yeah, in terms of, because it's a new industry. Okay. People don't look at just revenue. They look at uh, market share, they look at your uh, your footprint, they look at all of those. Okay, because so, they are listed companies like, uh, of course, there are different kinds of drones, right? You've got passenger, you've got uh, drone manufacturers, you've got drone holding companies, but you've got companies like Joby Aviation, market listed oh, $3.2 billion US dollars, right? Correct. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, how does anyone figure out where you, you rank in terms of market Those share? are different lists. Okay. There, are, there are multiple sectors in the uh, mm. drone industry. Those are the advanced mobility manufacturer. But if you look at the drone services provider, uh, we actually rank number one in the world today. Okay, yeah. wow, all right. Mm. Uh, who's your competition then, though? Our competitions are people like Cyberhawk, people like uh, uh, in, in Australia, there's many, many drone companies there as well. Uh, in, the, in the US, uh, Drone Up is up and coming as well. I'm, I'm seeing that's happening and so on and so forth. There, there's so many of these around the world. All the right. difference is that the way the market uh, is today is actually is very fragmented. You had mm. the big players, 
but you have a lot of the mom and pop okay. <laughs> uh, companies. So they, they don't get into the list. But in terms of percentage, I would wager that the big players only get about maybe 20% of the market share. The rest so is being done. Your yeah. market share yeah. then, specifically? I, I would say today we are at least 5% of the market. Okay, globally. and yeah. how did you compete? Uh, how mm. do you compete today? Mm. Is it pricing, product differentiation, service? Yeah, right. Um, in, in the beginning, uh, we have uh, uh, pricing advantage because being Malaysian, our operating cost is much lower and all that. But the moment we go global, we could not compete about that anymore. It's really mm. about quality. It's really about uh, leading edge technology. So our focus has been about developing and, and exporting this uh, world-class uh, technology. So we have developed uh, a system, a solution called Dronos, which is drone operating system, where we put in expert system into the software that will then allow this mom and pop to mm. be able to do the big boy's job, okay. to deliver solutions to Fortune 500 companies and all that using our technology. So I'm curious, what kind of customers then do you have? Are they right. big names? Um, in Malaysia, the GLCs are our customers. In, in Throughout the world, the Fortune 500 uh, customers, uh, companies are our customers. Mm. Yeah. And is 5G then going to be a game changer for Aerodyne? Uh, How is it going to help your bottom line? Yeah, 5G will, will enable a lot of solutions that cannot be done previously. It will add, enable um, drones to fly further uh, uh, and longer as mm. well. Uh, through uh, cellular-based connectivity. Because right now, drones are flying using uh, RC, using radio connectivity. Okay. So if we then be able to start flying using cellular, we can fly further. We can already do that using satellite, but the cost is much higher. Okay, because yeah. there, you do have a collaboration with DNB, right? The mm. government company that mm. will run and own the 5G assets with other telcos. So mm. when do you see commercialization of this? Because we are behind when it comes to 5G correct, rollout. Correct. Well, let, let's wait for the uh, uh, the deployment is ready. Once they sort out already. When the uh, uh, when it's ready, we can start uh, offering it. But we're also already looking at doing private 5G networks for our customers globally as well. Okay, yeah. so you will have some uh, chance to try that new technology out. Absolutely, we've already, already done it. We have we've been testing this for over the past three years already, actually. And it is viable. Oh, definitely. It's not definitely. some science fiction. No, no, it's it's massive. It's it's uh, it's game changer okay. because there's zero latency. That's one of the key enabler for for drone flying as well. And seeing on the topic of government uh, agencies, do you think uh, the government is doing enough to encourage the the local drone industry. How supportive were they for you? Uh, well, I think, um, I mean, in the, in the beginning, it was us alone, right? Mm. Uh, after we have created all of this visibility of the potential of the drone industry, how big it is and, and stuff. Uh, so you received no government support except for that 20 million ringgit funding? Um, in the beginning, not so much. Okay. I mean, there were some government agencies that MDEC, for example, has been very supportive uh, of us. Uh, even even uh, Maranti has been very supportive of us as well, so on and so forth. Okay, Maranti uh, is an agency under the MOSTI, right? MOSTI, yes, that's right. Leading that's right. the National Drone Technology. That's correct, yeah. Okay, yeah. but yeah. I want to understand that they mm-hmm. have come up with the Malaysian Drone Technology Action Plan mm-hmm. from 2022 to 2030. Now, Malaysia, mm-hmm. we love our <laughs> we love our policies and mm. sometimes they are confusing because mm. there's overlap. Mm. So, and, uh, you know, I took a look at it and it just, to me, had just some key milestones as to what was achievable. Mm. Uh, do you think this is even helpful for the industry? You're absolutely right. It's all about execution. Yeah. You know, but without without policy in the first place, you can't even execute. So yes. at, least, at least it's a good start. I think the next step is really to push for the right execution, doing the right thing. Yeah, because the government hopes to generate 50.7 billion mm. ringgit mm. in GDP and mm. create 100,000 jobs by mm. 2030. Is it doable? It's doable. It's, it's doable. not a pipe dream? We were part of it as well. Uh, uh, on our pipeline, a majority of it can come from us as well. It, it is very much doable. Okay. Mm. So, Kamarul, mm. I've saved the best for last. Mm. 
mm. and it's all about the money right here on the morning <laughs> run. So I have to ask you the money mm. money question. What right, is sure. the monetization plan for Aerodyne? I mean, when are you going to go for it? Is listing the thing, the plan for you? Well, of course, uh, I mean, that, that will be the exit for our investors at the very least. Or, 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 and of course, for our next round of uh, um, uh, funding for our next level of growth again. Yes. Right? We already started uh, this process. It's already been, been in our pipeline mm. uh, for the past two years. We've been looking, taking a hard look into where we are going and where and stuff. Um, we'll make the decision when we get there. But, okay. uh, but the, the deadline, I would say, is uh, two years from now. So it's 20. Yeah. 2024, 2025? Yeah, 2024, Um I mean, that, that was what we agreed with our investors in the first place, okay. right? Uh, but of course, we do have a uh, force measure of two years of, of COVID as okay. well. I mean, our, our trajectory has been affected by that as well. Uh, but we, we are trying to, uh, you know, stick to our original plan. Okay, and then talking about the valuations, <laughs> yeah, right? Because yeah. the Selangor State Government identified yeah. your company as... Uh, yeah. Sunicorn, which yes, is yes, the correct. first time I ever yeah. heard it, which is a wannabe <laughs> unicorn. And yes, we know yes, unicorn is yeah. anything of value above 1 billion US yes, dollars. Yes. So are you looking at that kind of valuations? Yes, I, I, I think we are less than two years away to that. Really? But yeah, uh, yeah. you're just barely breaking even, yeah, I mean, yeah. or making a profit this year. Yeah. In two years for you to hit a oh, 1 yeah. billion valuations, it's how much, much profit yeah. must you be, you know, the but multiple, the X factor must be no, enormous. No, even right now, no, it doesn't have to be enormous. This is a market rate uh, valuation. It's, it's but will you work. come crashing down to the ground like, you know, a lot of these... <laughs> You know, uh, tech companies yeah, it's came all about, to the market yeah. at high valuations, and right. then when they listed, their yeah. prices just collapsed. It's like all Grant about, being, of course, the correct. the poster child of that. Correct. It's all about fundamental. It's all about doing thing that impact uh, society, humanity, and our customers. I mean, for us, we are already making real impact on our customers. Okay. Saving costs by thirty percent, uh, allowing our customers to grow significantly. Uh, in in agriculture, for example, our customers are making uh, you know increasing their yield by thirty percent in just first year of operation. That's great, but yeah. everybody's going to look at your profits, right? The yeah. investors, yeah. great for great that you're doing a good oh, yeah, job they with will customers. See that. Will Definitely. they see that reflected Definitely. in profit? Definitely. And you, a dual listing is yeah. it going to be Bursa Malaysia or Bursa Malaysia and Nasdaq? What's the plan? It could be dual listing. It could be Malaysia, it could be Nasdaq. You know, it's, it's too late to tell, but we'll get that. We'll cross the bridge when we get there. <laughs> On that note, thank you for your time today. And the breakfast grill was Kamaru Muhammad, founder and CEO of Aerodyne Group. I'm Wong Xiaoning, BFM 89.9. The breakfast grill is brought to you by U Mobile, where unlimited potential begins. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.